The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome, everybody, to the Comedy Zone Podcast for the week of March 17th. I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Thanks for dropping in. We have another great show for you this week. Um... And I say that every week, but this week I mean it. Yeah, that's such a cliche thing. But we're coming to you virtually from all over the globe. Uh, but I'm not alone uh, as we inch closer to spring. Quit dragging your feet, spring. Uh, we have a friend of the podcast, uh, Queen City Podcast's uh, uh, friend and, and colleague. Most nights you can find uh, he and I catching shows at the club, sharing the stage, writing, busting each other's balls, usually drinking. Very funny man and a regular at the Comedy Zone, a writer and co-host of the Preacher's Kid podcast. Jonathan Williams is here. Hey, Jonathan, how you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Man, how's it going? Oh man, I'm just aces right now. I know you always are. <laughs> are we allowed to say where you're where you're broadcasting from, or do we have to keep it a secret? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I'm at school. <laughs> he's at school. Not not one of the students. No, no, no. He's in he's the teaching in, and he's... in a closet in the library <laughs> yeah. with my microphone and my headphones. Lied about what wow. I'm doing during recess right during recess about to bleed into lunch and a person covering for me is going to be mad at me and i kind of don't care there we go oh that's perfect all right well guys we i, I want to make sure we get as much of a jonathan as we can on this so i'm going to uh, introduce me our too. very special guest uh today uh she's an atlanta-based comedian and just a murderer on stage i've been there it's fantastic she's a weekend regular at the <laughs> laughing skull lounge and the punchline uh, her new album, Salt Daddy, will be coming out soon. I can't wait for that. She's a screenwriter and touring with a very funny uh, Katie Hughes uh, as a bleach and blonde comedy party. Learning a little bit about that. It sounds amazing. Uh, and if she's coming to your town, run. Don't walk to that show. She tours all over the Southeast, opening for the likes of Jess Foxworthy and Ron White. She also co-hosts a salacious podcast called Cheaties with uh, the very funny Lace Larrabee. It's an honor to have you with us. Catherine Blanford is here. Thank Hi, you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, uh, risking your job to be yeah. here with us. I do that every day uh, anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm watching you and just being, just thinking what were my teachers doing? Absolutely. Worse things than 15 this. 15 years ago. Worse things than this. Yeah. Do, I mean, do, do all the teachers do this? I've, this? I have so many questions for John. So many I have questions. no idea. I don't know what they do. <laughs> Drugs. Do, yeah are you are you actually an employee are you asking me if i'm legitimate yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. yeah yeah this all okay. this all feels way below board if i'm being honest oh yeah, it is, this is yeah. it is it is yeah it's not okay no i feel i okay. feel like i'm watching a, an episode of abbott elementary and the in the hit, ap the bio all teachers, of like, it yep yeah yeah can you follow, can you teach my class for a second i gotta go podcast in I'm the library sure in break room yeah. cool all right. Well, um, thank you guys for having me. <laughs> I, hold on, I can't hear Jason. Yeah, Jason, you're you're out. Something off. How about now? There you, there go. you go. I got there you, you now. Go. Yeah, I think I turned. Jason, I fiddled with it. 
I don't mean to, and, and this is in no way a disrespect to your face, seriously, but a wonderful radio <laughs> voice you have. It, oh, it's thanks not, very much. I'm not dissing your face. Just your, I, I, your I'll go ahead and jump in and diss your face. John, yeah. John, I saw Jonathan. He was all over that. Thanks, oh, I Catherine. was beaming. <laughs> face for uh, radio. Thanks. Yeah. You hey, heard Jason, it here. Remember, yeah. Catherine's going to be somewhere uh, day after tomorrow as well that we didn't mention. That's right. This yeah. this was uh, what what I was kind of driving at there was so so Jonathan oh, and I we've been making trips down to Atlanta and we've had the pleasure of seeing Catherine a couple times down there and, and shared the stage one time and we just kind of floored by by what you're doing you're, you're <laughs> you. an, an amazing comic and we have a, a we have a, a monthly show and you're gonna you're gonna come and do that show down in Monroe North Carolina uh, we yeah. call it uh, what do we call it Jonathan homebrew homebrewed comedy something like that homebrewed comedy Who cares? Yeah. the it's name funny. of the the name of the place is uh, as homebrewed and it's such a great show okay. and you're just going to knock them out so it's a real real honor that you're coming to yeah. do that show so i can't wait uh i've been doing a lot of um <laughs> i've been doing a lot of horse girl stuff lately really diving into that and nice. uh i i i don't i don't know why like i don't i don't really open the floor for a lot of crowd work for it but for whatever yeah. reason it just draws out insanity in people and i've gotten like the, I put some stuff on my on my Instagram, but I, I have more video of more crowd work of people just coming at me with their own horse uh, experiences. And I have oh. a I have a good feeling that there's going to be some freaks, some horse freaks in North Carolina. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. In Monroe, I North Carolina, there's going to be 100 percent. Yeah, there might be a horse at the show. We'll see. But I, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna see. We're we're big in the horse community, so we are we can get a horse huge there. in the horse community. Good, good. Okay, so that's my now, expectations for you guys. So don't let me down. Good, good. We got it. We're we're gonna do this. Uh, now, are you are you running around North Carolina doing a bunch of shows? Or are you? Uh, tell us what you're doing this coming up. Well. Uh, no, uh -oh. <laughs> look, listen, look at me. I am a 30 year old white girl. All right. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you're just coming to Charlotte for a baby shower and all your friends are like, Aww. Hey, you want to make dinner plans? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I message all of my comedy friends and I'm like, Oh, can I get on the show? I don't want to go to dinner. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm just, I'm skipping out on dinner with the college friends to, to do shows. <laughs> That's cool. fantastic. Sometimes it's dinner. not all comedy, okay? <laughs> no, that's not true at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a sickness. It's like I, yeah. I mean, I, I would do a show Christmas morning if it was available. Right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I can't, I can't plan a vacation without. I wonder if there's any mics there. I mean, yeah. I, full. Same. I did, I did a show in Barcelona. I was there with with friends, and I was like, "Do they have mics?" And then I started doing research. English English mics there. I was like, "Well, I got to do that now." So. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's the worst show in the world. You're like, ooh, look at this. Yeah. I just did comedy uh, on on a plank on a boat for two people out in the ocean. It's yeah. <laughs> on a plane. It doesn't even. matter. It's right, yeah. right? Ooh, that's a new that's a new jokes thing. on a should, jokes on a plane. That. Jokes on a jokes, jokes on, on a plane. plane. There it Holy is. Jokes on a plane. Right. As long as Framework. the rest of the, the audience did not know it was gonna happen. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes, well, yes. just, they didn't know the snakes were going to be there either. So yeah. 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 And you're like, what, guess what? You thought snakes were bad. Here's some jokes you didn't want. All these motherfucking jokes. Yeah. This motherfucking yeah. yeah. I just did. Oh, uh, this was, this is one of those gigs where you do it for the money. Uh, there was a wedding party who reached out to punchline here and they were like, so, um, 
our wedding gets out at three. We can't get into the reception till four. Do you have some comedians that can give our, our members like a, a tour of the city for an hour in between, uh-huh. like on a bus in between? And they were like, so just kind of, just kind of point out uh, like spots around the city and just do some crowd work. So I'm on a giant coach bus, by the way, I'm from Kentucky. I do not know anything about Atlanta. I've been here for six years, but I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, and also you're in Atlanta, you're in traffic. So we would be stuck just in between two office buildings. And I would just start telling them just, just my own life experiences. I'd be like, so I was on this road race, but I didn't have a, a bib. So I had to, I had to take my shirt off and run. And, it, and nobody liked it. It was the worst because why? Because they didn't sign up for this show. They yeah. just wanted yes. to get on a bus and go drink at a wedding party. But now they have to sit on a bus with no drinks and listen to this girl. Ramble. Oh my God. Those That's are the worst like, shows. That's- Perfect when recipe the audience for comedy. Doesn't know, yeah. Right? When the audience doesn't when they know, don't that know they're, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the best of, of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because because you're immediately telling people to be quiet. Hey, I know exactly. you don't want I know you want to hang out with your friends and drink and have a good <laughs> time, but yeah. uh, can you just shut it down for us? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just pipe it down because we gotta go talk about the CNN building. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives uh, a shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. You have, do you have a, 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 well, I mean, clearly you gave us our, our, your favorite one. So did you start in Kentucky doing comedy or did you, did you start in Atlanta? No, I started in Atlanta <laughs> just as a bucket list thing. I did not really? I didn't grow up on comedy at all. Oh, My favorite wow. comedians wow. were Dane Cook and Aziz Ansari. Not, I'm honestly, I'm not knocking them. Some people love to knock Dane Cook. I, I still think he was funny. Um, yeah, but I, I didn't, I didn't have like a, an obsession since a child. I wasn't always like, I'm going to be a comedian. Um, but then I got a taste of that attention. Yeah. And I was like, I want to keep Ooh, getting that good. attention. It's it's a yeah. drug for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I started well, here you... at the improv. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Which is, which no longer exists, I think, right? No, That's gone. Not at and, all. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. it was only there for about six months before. Oh, it... really? Was it that yeah. short lived? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people blame it on me that it left. That's what I really, heard, to be you, honest. You That's, burned it down. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So, yeah. so why, why Atlanta? Did you come here for the film work? I, I mean, I know you're a screenwriter and that's, uh, is no, that a goal? I, yeah. I got into all of that after I started comedy. Uh, I was here, wow. I was like an event manager. I was, uh, I did the PGA and then I was working for the Orlando magic. And then I came up here for a, a smaller venue up here and then started by Jonathan. gotta go jonathan yeah he's he's quitting uh quitters never win jonathan he's gotta go teach teach chemistry or something i don't know i'm not sure what i do yeah all right hey do me a favor give someone detention today get like just pick a kid and be like jason said you're in trouble see them for the first time without their mask on and they're uglier than i thought they get detention that's my policy (laughs) oh my god okay bye you one of those Uh, see you buddy (laughs) <laughs> oh the poor guy i'm like thinking a, now i'm like which one of my teachers was like that and i'm picturing a couple of them now I'm like that one yeah. my chemistry was definitely high the whole time loved him yeah um yeah <laughs> uh no i came so i came up here for to work at a small venue and then started doing comedy and then kind of got like the job offer of my dreams yeah. uh when i was in that field i got job offer for uh, the dallas cowboys and but wow. but also event event management is it sounds cool but you have 
no, it's like comedy where you're working every night and weekend, but sure. it, there's no glamour to it. It's, it honestly sucks. Um, and I was like, yeah, actually I'm going to turn it down. I'm just going to keep doing comedy here. And my boss was like, okay, good luck. Uh, wow. and so, yeah. So then I just became a nanny during the day and, and just like went all in and comedy, but I, I had to you. learn from the beginning. Like I had no idea people would be like, people would be talking about like well-known comics and I would just have to sit there quietly and pretend like I knew who the hell they were talking about. And then we'd go wow. home and Google everybody. <laughs> I have to say that's actually really for, for refreshing because I'm not a, um, uh, I'm not a comedy file either. Everyone, you know, yeah. all these people talk about the greats and all these names you haven't heard. And like, and yeah. I'm just, I kind of throw my hands up a little bit too. Like, I don't really know who that is. So yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I like, I still like, I have to go, I was like going and listening to George Carlin for the first time after right. I started comedy and stuff. But I think it's cool. Cause you uh, don't have any, um, you, you really are not trying to emulate anybody because right. you, you haven't grown up like obsessed over certain somebody's certain style and everything so it's like it is there's such an original voice i totally agree i that's something i was gonna yeah. kind of lean into was that you don't have you're not within a, a framework right so there's there's a lot of freedom to not having any of these other influences on you that you're trying yeah. to be something something else and i would i would say that reflects on stage uh, i'm i'm blown away to hear that you didn't start until uh, uh, you got to Atlanta, I'm, I'm knocked out. Really, really great stuff. Because um, yeah. most of the time, I'm like, "What's what is your origin story?" And we just got it, and that's just you came out and you got the you got the bug. Yeah, and then you just hit it. You just hit comedy hard after that. Yeah, for sure. I I still uh, I always tell David Purdue. He's a comic here. Um, I mean, he's everywhere though. He's so funny. I yeah. <laughs> I'm like I still give him a lot of credit because. I did, I did, I did like a graduation show. I took a class, whatever. And yeah. then I went and did my I did too. I mic. did too. I, I mm -hmm. think, honestly, it's more common these days. Yeah. Than, I have no problem with a it. a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I, I, I wouldn't have known what I was doing had I not. I wouldn't even have tried it had I not known. Sure. You know, the totally simple agree. basics. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think after I did an open mic and I'm, it went horrible, but afterwards he, David Perdue messaged me and was like, <laughs> Hey, he's like, you know, you got a lot of work to do, but he's like, I, I can, you're fun to watch. You keep, keep up, keep at it. And I swear, I mean, I, I, I'm a very shallow person. Like I need the validation. <laughs> I, you know, I need the encouragement. And I, yeah. I, I think like hearing that from a comic was like, oh, I can, okay, I'll keep doing this. I can do this. And I yeah. always keep that in my mind now because I do host, I still host the open mic at Laughing Skull uh, once a week and I used to do Punchline. And I, I remember that and being like, if I ever see somebody who's, you know, I mean, they're new and they're, they're they haven't gotten it yet. Nobody, nobody does. But I'm like, oh, I can see it. You've you you can you're gonna get there. I'll I'll make it a point to say something to him because I remember how like encouraging it was for me. You know, that's funny. That's a it is a common theme uh, on this podcast where we talk about how do you how do someone who's further along how do you treat the the other people? And I think most yeah. of the time, some people are like, I just I don't want to be around them. I don't want to kind of yeah kind of deal with it. And other people are like, it a lot of people have a story like you said. Somebody gave them a nudge, whether uh -huh. it was psychologically or like literally put them on a stage that, that kind of pushed it. So I'm glad to hear that you had that experience yeah. and you offered yeah. that to other people. I think that's really cool. And now uh, I will say, I don't, <laughs> not to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Look, 
I, <laughs> I've hosted a mic for many, many years of this career. Uh, I hate the cocky ones. Hate the cocky yeah. ones. Oh. The ones that are so cocky. Ooh, I can't wait to them to get out there and bomb. Ooh, I'm so excited for it. Worst is when they're super cocky and they're an asshole and they, then they have 25 friends out there and they're going out there and their jokes are just shit jokes. They're not even jokes, yeah. but their friends still laugh at them and they come back and they're still cocky. And you're like, justice has not been served yet, but your time yeah. will come. Your uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I hate a cocky because this is the thing like, dude, it's, it's a bunch. Cause a lot of times it's mostly dudes and they're like, yeah. you know, they're pretty nervous and they're a little yeah. insecure. And usually if it's, and I'm, I'm hosting and like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a female comic and I, they can't, they always have to make a comment as soon as I get yeah. out on stage about me or something like that. But yeah. if they are, if they're trying and they're good and they're respectful, those are the people that I, I give encouragement to, but Ooh, if you're cocky, Oh, and I will go out and roast the <laughs> shit out of you afterwards. Why <laughs> I, I still it. do the open mics <laughs> <laughs> just for the joy of doing that. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, you you kind of are getting into some of the psychology, I think, of of stand up. And I think you're I think you're right. I think the people who it's this weird, uh, you know, this two faced thing where you have to have some degree of confidence to do to do stand up, yeah. but also an equal part uh, uh, humility and sort oh, of, yeah. you know, it's, you got to be you got to be that humble person and and. and kind of struggle a little bit, I think, internally with things. It's just, it's this two-faced kind of thing that I see in comedians. So if you're just all cocky, I'm with you. Your, your, your comeuppance is, is going to be a fun thing to watch someone, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, you're, you, you're never going to always be cocky in comedy. Like yeah. you, you're going to be humbled real you're be quick. Humbled. Yeah. Yeah. Especially and at I an open be, mic. Oh yeah. 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 And especially, yeah. yeah even if like, I just, I still think about those days when I was, you know, you, you invite all your friends to the first couple of open mics. Yeah. And now you look back and you're like, those are really good people because open mics are awful. And they, and they didn't, <laughs> yeah. they, they lied to me. They were like, good job. They, they, and they came totally back lied once to or me. twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then that third one, then that happens and they stop coming and you're, you're, you're hurt. You're like, I can't believe you're not coming. Mm. It's my big show. It's my huge show at this bar. <laughs> I'm doing four minutes and I'm the, I'm the 26 yeah. comic to go up. I can't believe you're not coming to see me. Yeah. You didn't wait uh, for this. That's right. Yeah. 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 But like <laughs> eventually, eventually your friend's going to stop coming and, and then, then it's going to be the real world that gives you um, the, gives you the reality that your jokes are shit. Uh, yeah. But I, I mean, you're always, nobody ever, I mean, a lot of people can be cocky, but it's it to me. I'm like the people that are the most cocky are the most insecure and they're just fighting yeah. outwardly so much. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you want to be like, yeah, okay. that's, and it's, all, <laughs> it's always dudes too. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, uh, you are me, so close to breaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, now So you had friends come out. What did you have? You said you turned down a big job to work for the Cowboys, right? How, mm -hmm. how did your family handle this? Cause that's always sort of a, you know, a thing for comics is that, you know, some, sometimes we got parents like mine who are like, Hey, do what do you want to do? Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. You know? And other people are like, Oh, sheesh. Do, um, we, my family is not traditional by any means. So I'll say that not to, <laughs> not to bring the party down, but actually it was probably a year I did. I, so I took my first comedy class, maybe like a year and a half, after my mom passed away, I was 22 when my mom passed away. But yeah, and so our Very family sorry to hear just that. kind. That's, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Like I said, bring the party down. But by the way, 
getting some great jokes about it right now. Really got got a <laughs> got a hot five minutes on it right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. So thank you, mom. The oh, gifts keep coming. Thanks, mom. <laughs> uh, I think Taylor. I haven't seen Taylor Tomlinson's special on Netflix yet, but I've read some things. I have not. I've heard she uh, talks about her mom passing away, and she's like, "But I got a Netflix special out of it." <laughs> uh, so yeah. So so I guess after that kind of it. I will always say this, look, you, everybody's going to experience, um, a death at some point in your life. And when you're younger and you go through it, uh, the reality of life and how fragile it is will hit you so much harder. And so I think the, the, uh, you know, have a job, you know, do the traditional, do what you need to do to be successful kind of, um, wasn't, uh, wasn't pushed on my brothers and I as much as it was just like, do whatever makes you happy. So I have an older brother mm-hmm. and a younger brother. Not one of us has a traditional job. My older brother lives in Alaska and wow. backcountry skis. I mean, he just called me yesterday and was like, Hey, I'm not going to have my phone for three weeks. I'm rafting the grand Canyon. So oh that's his life. I, I do this. And my little brother, wow. uh, he is like out, he lives in a tent most of the time working for he's like a, I don't know, biological engineer, but he's like, he's literally doing research in a desert for a week, living in a tent. Like he doesn't, he has a PO box. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, he doesn't have, (laughs) none of us, none of us are traditional. You know, we, none of us have like, like a a salary, salary job or anything. Uh, But I, I think that's amazing uh, though. Yeah. We all just kind of like, we genuinely all um, just live how we want to and not how we think we should. And yeah, yeah so I don't know. And I, I think, I think a, a lot of it was having to like deal with the reality that, you know, life's short, might as well do what the hell you want. Honestly, that's, I think that's a hundred percent correct. And I have a niece that's going to be going to college and, and all these conversations that I hear, you know, her, her parents, my brother and them talk about, it. it's like, she's going to do this and she's going to get, this is going to be her major or whatever. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm looking at her going, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I, I could see her fighting, fighting that answer. So I'm kind of glad to hear you say that chase the fun. That's what I've always done. You good at it. Is it fun? Is it going to be fulfilling? That's yeah. Some of us figure it out early and I feel like I'm one of those people. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm always like, I, I genuinely, I, I, this sounds so cliche, but I love my life. Like, I, I mean, there's stuff I want. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah, But there's stuff, you know, like there's all these goals I want to get. I, I, you know, I want to get after and everything, but like, I wake up every day, like, Ooh, I've got this to work on. I've got that to work on. And I, I have this project and it's fun and it's exciting. And I remember like, I remember just having my job. I mean, I know it was grieving, like my mom had passed away, but I remember just going to this job 10 hours a day and, and I was counting down the hours. I was like, dude, I don't want to be 22 yeah. and counting down the hours of my day. I don't want right? to keep, so yeah. So, I mean, I don't, yeah, I love it. I can't, I would rather do there's this a- than have a million dollars. Yeah, that's awesome. Because there's also yeah. this weird thing where people think if you're doing, if you're making these kinds of decisions, that somehow means you're irresponsible. You don't have financial goals. You don't have a plan and things like yeah. that. It's like, that's not the case. It's just, making, making those decisions under the caveat that you're going to enjoy what you do, no matter what exactly. that ends up being. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like the sacrifices, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm saving up for you to, 
whatever else, you know, like I'm, I might not be making as much money as I did if I stayed in my current job, sure. but the sacrifices are worth it for me because yeah. I like what I'm doing. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we, we lost Jonathan, so maybe we should take a minute of silence for, for him and all the students that he has to, <laughs> he okay. has to deal with now, the poor guy. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, I, I'm so excited. We're talking to Catherine Blanford here. Uh, if you want to uh, learn more about Catherine, go to catherineblanford.com. Uh, I'm going to spell it just so everybody knows. K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-B-L-A-N-F-O-R-D. Dot com. You can find tons of information of uh, where she's going to be touring, where she's going to be, pictures, all that kind of stuff. Also, this week at the Comedy Zone. Tonight, uh, one night only, you can see Hannah Burner. Uh, also, Friday and Saturday, uh, Chris Red is in town. So it's a strong weekend at the Comedy Zone. Remember, cltcomedyzone.com for full schedule. And we'll be right back. <laughs> There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome back, everybody. We're having an amazing time here talking with Catherine Blanford. Uh, and Catherine, we, we were talking about sort of your early beginnings. And then on the way out, I mentioned uh, Hannah uh, Berner. And you mm -hmm. said you're going to be working with her tonight? Mm-hmm. At the punchline. Uh, punch yeah, I've never worked with her. I, yeah, I, 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 again, this is one of the ones where I, I am learning as I go. Uh, but yeah. I just looked her up and she's, and I'm like, oh, I know who this is. She's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, that's great. Yeah, I, I, everyone should go. Uh, I love when we have those one nighters. So, so you're that's at the punchline. You said, yes, yeah, punchline Atlanta. I guess it'll be it's it's past when this comes out. Uh, but, yeah, technically it'll be Thursday. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's okay. But, yeah, love getting to work with a, a female headliner. <laughs> yeah, very it's cool. Not, right? It's not very common. Yeah, <laughs> I love I li and, I love it because uh, I laugh in shame. By the way, that's why I'm laughing. That's, that's yeah. so disappointing. It, well, yeah. it's funny because it's like, well, I mean, it's not, you know, it, there's not as many women in comedy, but it's also no. very rare that they put another woman on the lineup too because they're like, two women? We can't we can have two <laughs> women on the lineup. There's, there's too many women. So uh, what a rare night I will have tonight. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. a, a little bit about, about your style. I mean, I, I've seen you on stage and you're just kind of, you know, you're, 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 you're like, I don't know if crazy is the right word, but you are, sure. you have this amazing, like fun, frantic sort of energy. I, again, that I hope that doesn't, okay, good. I, I don't want yes. that to sound bad. Like you're just a riot up there. You're just constantly going and hitting it. Did, did you have a, a style you were going for, or is that just this exaggerated version of yourself? Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, oh, no, no, no. That's me. This is me holding back <laughs> <laughs> on stage is is finally letting go. Uh, yeah. I am, no, I'm very manic. Uh, yeah. and it, manic is I, the better word. Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> I am con no, in a, I, in a green room, I have so many things I want to say. I have so many feelings I want to talk about. It's holding back. <laughs> so the minute I get on stage, I'm like, 
nobody can stop me. It's just me talking. <laughs> so I let it all out. And yes. uh, yeah, that, so um, that is all me. That's not, that wasn't, it's yeah. not a character. I w- honestly, sometimes I'm like, dude, I, what if you, what if you scaled back a little bit? What if you, you were a little bit more calculated, but I can't. It's, <laughs> Now, do you, are you, uh, do you write? I mean, are you kind of on, you write on stage or are you just kind of like, you got things you want to get to? Uh, very, I write a lot. I love, I'm, I'm a, yeah. I'm a morning page girl. So I, I usually, oh. I like to have at least an hour session. I, right now I'm super busy, but if in a perfect yeah. world, I would write every day, first 30 minutes, just brain dump three, three pages, right. Of just nonstop writing yeah. the next 30 um, either if it's like new, I'm just writing it or I, I li- like going back and listening and, and writing, you know, trying to add tags or listening to where lulls are in the bit. Uh, I consider that like part of my writing too, but I sure. record everything. I listen to my sets a lot because I do, cause I am a, a maniac on stage. I will have, you know, little <laughs> stuff will come out here and there bing bong. And I won't remember it in a minute because my I, like the the neurons in my brain are ping ponging back and forth yeah. so much. I black out. I honestly black out every time I'm on stage. Uh, yeah. So I have to go back and listen and like, oh, that's that was a good insane tag or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah I'm I, I write a lot. I I listen to my sets a lot, and I try every time I'm on stage. I I I'm trying. I'm like, yes, go out there, have fun. But I'm trying, even if it's just one extra tag. I need everything to be a, like a productive, even if it's Got just it. one, but I, I need, like, I don't want to just be up there to ha- to do the same set that I've done. What's the point? Sure. Get, like yeah, have, right. go like make, take one more step forward, get one more joke out there, try wow. one more joke kind of thing. Yeah. That's pretty brilliant. Actually. That's really impressive. So the, uh, to me that I, I would have guessed if someone were to ask me, but kind of before this conversation, I would have guessed you were a, I write on stage. I just go, here's the things I need to, that's kind of why I asked the question the way I did. Like, here's a couple of punchlines that I know, but I'm going to just work my way in there. And I'm not saying you don't do that, but I'm, I'm kind of knocked out to hear that you're a sit down. I'm a sit down and write comic as well. Yeah. And to hear your style, I, I just, I just wouldn't have guessed. That's really interesting to me. I, yeah, I think I'm a, like a manic, I, I don't know how to say this. Like I'm a type A and a type Z person. I, does that sound together at all? No, it doesn't. I, I'm <laughs> probably kind of not a, but that's okay yeah i'm kind of a control freak where I, okay in my head i have to because okay because let me say it like this like i'm always i always want to be at the next level and i want yeah. to feel like i'm actively taking steps to get to the next level so i i need to know that i have something I'm trying to work on, you know, like more material to punch up a bit, make the bit better. So I have a lot, uh, in my idea, like I have to have something that I'm trying to improve the set on. Like I, I need to work on it before and go on stage, but also when I'm on stage, I am so focused on just having fun and being in the moment and like working Mm -hmm. and with the crowd. And, you know, if, if there's crowd work that happens, like go with that, don't just be strict on word for word on your set. So I I don't know. I think I, I do both. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I think that I think that's the uh, what I will say the a healthy way to be in my yeah. sort of unsolicited opinion about it. Like to me, it's you know, the, I, I love I love a written joke. I think yeah. writing is is super important. But but also once you have your framework, you got to be able to break out of it and get it and yeah. and like you said, be in the moment and change and be flexible and things mm-hmm. like that. 
Uh, so that's that's pretty brilliant. And also be goal, goal oriented. I think, and a lot of, you know, for this podcast, there's comics who listen and, and local guys in Charlotte and hopefully elsewhere. So there's always little things that people want to kind of pull out of it. And I think kind of your style is something where someone may feel similar to you and they, they take that, you know, and, and run with yeah. it. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And I think goal being goal oriented is huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, where, where, where do you want to go? Where do you want to take this ride? Like what's, you know, well, I will. And I get shit for when I say this a lot, but I, I don't want to be a nanny forever. <laughs> that's my first, <laughs> that's my first goal. Yeah. I love comedy so much. I just would like to be able to just do comedy. Uh, yeah. So that's my, you know, my first initial one is to be a full-time comedian, but like, but be okay with it, you know, not be making $12 a day. Totally. And, and eating rice every meal. So I wanted to be like a successful, I just wanted to be my career. You know, I just want to do it full time. Um, And, but besides that, I mean, like long-term goals, I, I would, I love screenwriting. I would love Mm -hmm. to write for a show. Um, Yeah. I mean, that, the craziest thing is I, I genuinely just love doing it. And people are like, you're not going to want to tour forever. If I got to tour, for the rest of my life, I think I would, I would be in heaven. Like I, I don't know. I don't have, yeah. as, I don't have some huge goal, but I mean, I would, if I could write for a TV show and just tour for the rest of my life, I'd be. PG-ing. Well, you just, you said it. That's lit. I mean, I just had a yeah. conversation that, like, it was like a week ago. It was like, Oh yeah. If you could do anything, what we do, it'd be like, I would write for a show and I would be a touring comic. Yeah. Can there, can you imagine something in it like better than that? You know? Yeah. Like, it seems amazing. Just, it seems like totally amazing. Yeah. Um, and how often are you are you writing are you screenwriting? Is that something that's sort of uh, ancillary at this point, or are you kind of actively kind of hitting that hard too? Yeah. Honestly, I I go. It's so weird. I have like chapters. Like I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. pump out this pilot, and I'll pump out a pilot, and and then there's like, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on. I want this new half hour. I'm gonna do this new half hour, and this is what I'm. And I I think I just. I kind of like push one end until I feel a little burned out on it. And then I kind of shift focus to more screenwriting and I, and I yeah. kind of ping pong back and forth and give each one a couple months more of attention. And, uh, but right now it's just, I, I want, I want, I want to do an, everyone's making fun of me when I say this, but I want to do a new hour by December. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Jesus. writing a lot. Um, but yeah, well, tell so us I'll, about, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't have anything else to say about it. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask, cause you talked about your, your half hour and I, and uh, I saw that the salt daddy, which is uh, mm-hmm. uh, an album that you have coming out here very soon. Um, tell us a little bit about that. What was that process? Like I'm, I'm excited that it's, that it's coming out and people are, cause you're already talking about <laughs> doing an hour mm-hmm. in December and you have this that's yeah. coming out. Uh, where, where, where can we, where can we hear it when it comes out? So it's going to be, I'm, I'm going to put it on YouTube. I had it filmed. Uh, so the video will be on YouTube. There, we just shot an opening sketch for it, which is silly, silly, silly times. <laughs> and uh, and then it'll be on all the Apple Music, Spotify, and then SiriusXM, which I'll be totally honest, uh, was the genesis of why I decided to put out just a half hour. I had, yeah. I came up, something was offered to me and they were like, we just want to do a half hour. And I had a month to <laughs> prep for it pretty much. <laughs> and I just went for it and I did it. So it's not like a full hour. It's just, a, it's just a little EP. Um, but I, I learned 
dude, those are the things. Sometimes you just got to say yes to stuff right yeah. before you're ready. Not Absolutely. don't say yes to stuff that you, 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 you know, you sure. know, you're not ready for yeah. it, but you know, <laughs> but because of that, I was like, Oh, I've learned so much. There's so many things yeah. I would have done differently, but I'm, I know now I know what I, I can do. Sure. And I'm, so I'm now re- I'm ready to like perfect it with it, yeah. with it, my actual hour hour. Um, but this video, this half hour, it was really fun. I, I shot it at laughing skull and uh, awesome. it's like, it's like all of my best bits from like the past three years, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That it was, was beautiful. It was fun no, it's, well, Salt Daddy. Can you talk about the title? Yes. It's a story. It's a bit, this was like, this came from one of my first bits that really took off <laughs> Yeah. And when I was learning how to write a joke. Uh, yeah. But it is about how, uh, yeah, my friends and I, we, we wanted to take a yacht excursion on a big tropical vacation. So we went to Fort Lauderdale and we found a man on Craigslist to take us on his pontoon and his name was Salt Daddy. And it's a, it's a whole story <laughs> about Saul Daddy and he's a real man. And I think I'm going to post wow. a, a photo of him uh, on his boat with all of us on it when the album comes out. Uh, but he, he's, yeah, cause he's that sounds crazy. <laughs> it is, it is. And get, a, at the end get on of the a story, boat with a guy from Craigslist. Yeah, <laughs> he, at the end, at the end, he gets on someone else's boat and has abandoned us in the middle of the ocean for a, a couple hours. True <laughs> oh story. My, oh my God. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's still one of my favorite bits. I'm like sad to see it kind of go. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to yeah. use it for a while. I wasn't say, yeah. I mean, are you of the, the belief that you have to, to retire it now? I'm not necessarily that person, by the way. I, it just depends on, I guess, what the yeah. album is and whatever. No, no, I don't think, not at all. But uh, I, you know, if, you know, if I, I'm doing 30 minutes somewhere and I, I want to work on new material, I'm not going, I'm not doing not You're not bringing daddy. salt daddy. Somebody's yeah. done, you know, somebody, somebody <laughs> done. but if I'm messing around and I've got the time, yeah, throw in salt daddy, you know, yeah. I mean like, and also in the moment kind of things, like I was just somewhere this weekend and the crowd work had led to some, some story about being on a boat. And I was like, well, 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 no, I have a story for you. And so, <laughs> you know, salt daddy's like, I need to, I need to be here for this one. So come salt daddy came back. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we had talked a little before we uh, kind of started the recording that, uh, and it's because it's a goal of mine as, as well, doing getting some stuff on XM, yeah, uh, XM radio. I mean, I, I have XM and I'm I'm on there all the time listening to Raw Dog, Kevin Hart's thing, mm-hmm. uh, Laugh USA, and because they have a great, uh, they take care of their artists. I'll, I'll yes. put it like that. Yeah. They've got a great system. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That was the reason why, I mean, this guy came up to me and he was like, Hey, I, I've been filming or I've been recording for some artists. I I've seen you. I want to put you, I think we can get you on Sirius XM and this is how much you can make. And I was like, done. <laughs> do you want to do it tomorrow? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, just yeah, shoot and it's it. yeah. Just, yeah. Right. Um, so there is, uh, things that I, I shot for that I probably what didn't do a great job at, but what I learned, uh, clean. The, the cleaner mm-hmm. you are, the more money you can make because you can be on more stations. Be on more stations, yeah. Uh, you can be on the clean and dirty stations if you're clean. You know, dirty's fine, but it's just you're limiting how how much you will be played. Uh, two to five minutes is kind of the range of mm-hmm. of the of the the bits that they'll take. Threes, I, if I heard two to three is the sweet spot for a gotcha. a bit. Um, 
And uh, it's good. Also, intel. like it's good intel. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's like, you know, when you're when you're writing your jokes, like if you know, you have two shorter bits that will kind of flow together, put them together. And that could be a good that could be a track right there. Really um, and also just out because I started listening to the stations and being like, OK, like knowing kind of in my, in mind, like, OK, this bit could be played on this station. This bit will be played on this station. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and they, it'll go on like Spotify and Pandora, but I've heard that that's, this not, it doesn't really matter. Their play money isn't big, but Sirius XM yeah. is, yeah. it's the big daddy. And like, I've, I've, since then I've talked to some comics. I mean, they're, they're living in New York and living off of their sound exchange money. Right. Crazy. Yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of, I heard very similar stories where it's, I had no idea the, that they took care of the artists the way that they do. Yeah, uh, like per track per play like it's it's really impressive so smart on you for for you know making that happen thank it's you really thanks that's brilliant. also i'm like yeah let's do a new hour in december let's, let's, just, <laughs> let's get it out there, let's get it on there. <laughs> yeah yeah because you literally no, just so, and then it's quarterly so you just get a check every quarter and you and, and yeah. it's fun because you're like i didn't i i didn't even know how much this was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, residuals. Get that first taste right. of residuals, and then it then it yeah. feels great. Now, now the the ubiquitous uh, uh, podcast questions. Um, mm -hmm. As you know, we're on a podcast talking about it. Um, uh, you you have cheaties, mm -hmm. uh, which the the description is amazing. And and Lace Larrabee, I don't know if she would remember me, but I I've worked with her before. I think she's brilliant. So could, tell us tell us where that came from, and and uh, you know how, how's it going. <laughs> gladly, Jason, gladly. Uh, I may or may not have been dating a comedian. Wouldn't what? advise it. And uh, he was living with me. And I say that because I was covering rent. Uh, we, we were dating for years. And then, of course, I just, he was napping and his phone was there. So I was like, well, he's pretty much asking me to go through it. So I went through it and I caught him <laughs> cheating. Uh, and I, so I had called Yikes. Lace because Lace had, she has a bit she's been doing on stage so she had caught her boyfriend cheating and like she was going through his phone and she's like you know then you got to scroll and screenshot the pictures scroll screenshot then you got to send yourself the screenshots and you got to go back and delete the pictures that you screenshot and then you got to go back and delete them in the, in the messages then you got to go back and delete them in the deleted and i did all that i was as i was doing it i was remembering her but i was like going scroll screenshot scroll screenshot i was saying her bit as i was screenshotting my boyfriend's text messages to this woman and uh, so I called her. I was like, I did, I did a lace. I scroll screenshot it. I scroll screenshot it. <laughs> um, and I mean, uh, we were just, you know, I was, I was going through it and processing it. But she was like, do we, we should, we should talk about this. This is I'm, so many people have this experience. So Cheaties was born. It's a podcast about cheating. Um, we have two episodes a, a, a week. The Monday episode is the interview when somebody calls in and tells us their story about cheating. And it, it can vary. I mean, some people are the cheater, the cheaty, the, the, uh, the, the wow. side piece. Um, oh you my know, gosh, really? Oh, and the stories are insane. Like you can't write them. I can't one woman, she gold star lesbian, never, never touched a penis was in a relationship with her, was married to her wife. And, you know, eventually she's goes in and sees her wife hooking up with their best friend in their guest bedroom. And then, then her and the guy get together. It's there's wow. insane stories, insanity. Oh my gosh! Uh, and people are just are like different. totally upfront and giving out their stories. They they don't yeah. care. They're just we 
we tell them, we're like, you can be as anonymous as you want. You can give us an alias name. You know, some people will make up. They'll be like, well, I'm not going to say his name. I'll call him Shrek, you know, and we'll give, we'll give alias names. (laughs) They'll give, they'll be like, I'm not going to say, well, we're fine. Instead we'll say, let's say we were in Sedona, Arizona, you know, they'll, they'll tell the story, but, but give some ad libs for, yeah. Oh my God. Ad libs. Is that the word? Um, (laughs) yeah, but, but some people are just like, yeah, I'm just going to tell you, I don't give, I don't give a shit. Uh, and we give them the option and we say on the podcast, we're like, this disclaimer, this is one person's story. If, if you have the other side of the story, you're more than welcome to come on the pod and call it in. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. We haven't gotten somebody to, to give a rebuttal yet, but it's going to come one day. Yeah. And then the, the, then the catch up episode later in the week, that's just Lace and I talking because listen, like I told you, we. We like the attention. So we have to have one episode where we just talk about ourselves. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty tall order. I mean, if you're doing two yeah. two segments uh-huh. kind of a week, that's a lot. It's, I mean, I, I'm doing yeah. this show once a week and it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, it, work, it very so. much is. Yeah, we've been doing it for two years now. Uh, we've gotten a lot better at it, but it's, it's time management <laughs> with Boy, this stuff. That, yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm kind of knocked out that you guys are putting that much work in. And it's, it's a fascinating uh, hook. That that hook of a show is brilliant. Thank I mean, you. I mean, I'm like we we've, we've got to bring this to TV at some point because yeah. it's not it's oh, not yeah. like cheaters. Like we're not trying to catch them. Like I'm, it's because yeah. also it's it's such a fun story because every every person's story is different. But like some people like really went through some shit. Like you yeah. know like some some emotional trauma. I mean sometimes there's like abuse abuse yeah. involved. So I mean we, and we laugh a lot. Like we're, we're always joking, but sometimes it can get like serious and personal, but I, I was going to ask, yeah. That. Does it ever break down? Is it yeah. cathartic in moments? Other times it's sort of heartbreaking. Yeah, and- very much so. Very much so. Wow. And like, we always end every episode when we interview somebody it's like, you know, where are you now? What did you learn? And they're always in a better place and they're better for yeah. having gone through it and then coming out the other side. Um, so it's like, a, wow. it's just, it's cool. It's not, it's not super surface level. It's, it, it can get pretty yeah. deep. Wow. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. Uh, good for you for taking something. Again, it sounds like just like the, the podcast, it sounds like you took something that was probably very painful. And of course you made it a bit and then, (laughs) and, and actually are capitalizing on that even more. So that's, that's really fantastic. Yeah, We Um, we say we're like, we're like Beyonce had lemonade and we're comedians. So we made a podcast (laughs) about being cheated on. Oh, uh, I love it. That's really fantastic. Uh, and, and before it, cause we're going to wrap it up here pretty soon, but I also want to know a little bit more about, um, the show that you do with, uh, Katie Hughes. And I don't want to, I want to get the name, right. Um, the beach and blonde, uh, I'm sorry, bleach and blonde comedy mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. Bleach so, and blonde. so tell me a little bit about that. Katie Hughes is by the way, is a, a, a fantastic comedian, um, in Atlanta, the two of you doing a show together just knocks me out. So tell me about that. She's- she's she is one of my favorite comedians like yeah. you know i mean compared up there with like maria bamford and tig notaro they're, they're all my favorites um uh yeah so this is our show we 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 give it a theme every time we were supposed to go on a tour um kind of around the southeast and we had it all planned out we had it all booked and then the pandemic hit so we've taken a hiatus stops. yeah yeah, we're coming back. Our first show is at Laughing Skull, April 29th. And what we do is we open up the show. The first part of the show is Katie and I, and we'll have a slideshow of pictures and we'll pick a theme and we'll kind of get into characters based on that theme. And we'll do bits and stories 
based off the pictures. This sounds insane until until you get it. So this theme <laughs> is vacations. Okay. So Katie and I we're we're two old ladies and we've bought too many timeshares and but in like in London, Kentucky. Okay. Not London. And and so we go <laughs> so and we're trying to sell the audience our timeshares. Right. <laughs> okay. So we have so we, we're gonna have slideshows of pictures and we're gonna go through them. And of course we've got you know we've written bits in between all of it. And so we go back and forth and then uh, we invite other comics wow. to come on and do kind of do showcase style bits loosely based off the theme. And then we'll end the show with yeah. a little um, crowd work, prizes, everything else. So we've done uh, we've done yeah. art installments, like we've done like <laughs> museums and arts. We've done um, we've done animals before, and this one's vacation themed. <laughs> this sounds just crazy and fun and ridiculous. And yes. and uh, knowing you as the performer that you are, I everyone go see the show because I, I I can't imagine it being anything less than absolutely hysterical and, and ridiculous. Now, as we're uh, uh, as we're wrapping things up here, one of the things I'd like to I, two two question two fold question. Okay. What are what are some pet peeves that you have uh, in the the comedy business, whether on stage or the behind the scenes business side, and also any other comedians we should be uh, keeping our eyes out for. Mm, uh, Tamara Rubin in Atlanta, Georgia. She's a newer comic here, but she's blown the whole scene away. She's super, super funny. She's going to be, she's going to be it coming up. She's super yeah. funny. Um, Tamara Rubin. Is that, am Tamar, I saying Tamar, T-A-M-A-R, Tamara Rubin. All right, cool. Uh, she's hilarious. Um, who else is new? Oh, I just got to shout out my guy. He he's in Atlanta, but I he's so he's he's got he's has the perfect dark humor. Uh, his name is Jay B Badlani. He's here in Atlanta. Okay, hilarious dude. Um, I, I will say I got last time I did uh, Laughing Skull, I believe Jay uh, hosted, and he was spectacular. So funny. Uh, oh, and, and like everybody gives him shit about hosting because he goes up there with his the darkest, darkest shit. <laughs> Yeah. And, the, and yeah, it's like a great. five o'clock show on a Sunday. And these people, yeah. they're come, they're here with their families because they have nothing else to do. Right. They're going to take them to a comedy show. And Jay just comes out with just minute one, 9-11 jokes. And we're, <laughs> right. we're like, who yeah. met Jay host? Uh, I love it. Yeah, um, he's great. Yeah, he's Very awesome. Cool. Uh, pet peeves. Um, I, I mean, I... Uh, I, I know you brought up earlier and, and, and about the the overconfident guys at the yeah, you know open mics. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that okay. Can I just this is it? It's like if you're at a mic, do it. Don't shit on the host. Is mm. this that's the first person that's in your corner? That's the person that can <laughs> right? make your life hell after you're set. You I don't care if you killed. If you make fun of me in the beginning, I will make sure that they don't remember you killing after you get off. <laughs> Trust me, I will pick you the fuck apart, motherfucker. <laughs> I, love I, it, it. It, I have to go in before I host these mics being like, there's going to be four or five of these assholes who are going to push your yeah. buttons because they, they, they see, I don't know. I don't know if it's a woman thing or if it's just a, it a, probably is. We don't have to host. beat around the bush. I mean, that's, yeah. that sucks, like, but yeah, but they're like, well, she's a woman, I guess and go out there and make some comments about her. Uh, but don't be shitty to the host. Also look, Karen, if you're going to call me Karen, just because I'm a white woman, it's, it's, <laughs> do, if you're going to be a comic, go deeper than that. That's too easy. That's too yeah. surface level. It's not good. Get, yeah. get better than that. Karen is done. Karen is fried. It's, yeah. uh, it's so overused. 
I, okay, Agreed. that's my pet peeve. That, can I say this one? I do, I do like, like giving people um, character names, but Karen mm-hmm. is overdone. Chad is overdone. Travis is overdone. We got like, can we go? Can we go beyond Karen, Chad, and Travis? Okay, you know that's beautiful. I love Thank it. You. Yeah. Thank you. Go go. Yes. Think. Think. What? What's his name? Uh, Segura does a bit. He's like, he's like, try hard. Do do that longer. You know what I mean? Like, think a little bit longer about yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Just a little bit, guys. That's all you got to do. A little bit longer. Okay. Well, yeah. I do. I do the list of ten a lot, and I'm like, the first five yeah. are shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe a Tabitha. Like, why? Why do we? Why? Why can't caring? Tabitha work? That's exactly right. Exactly. Uh, brilliant stuff. So, um, uh, you're all over uh, online. I'm assuming, right? Can you comfortable giving out your socials so people can can follow you? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, Instagram. It's. It, I hate that I've done this now because it's hard to explain. It's it's Catherine Blanford. So the far, first part of it is it's <laughs> its Catherine Blanford. But now when I describe it, I'm like it's it's. Kevin Blanford. Uh, um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, Twitter is the business. Probably should change that, but I won't. And uh, yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm I'm about to be, you know, putting the clips up on TikTok. Yes. Playing the game with all this I just, stuff I, I just recorded. Just started on uh, TikTok, looking at it, trying yeah. to figure out. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to figure it out. I actually love, here's the thing though. I love TikTok. I, this is the big thing that I've learned is that yeah. it's actually very entertaining. It, yeah. Uh, it's weird, but it is. I don't know. It's probably messing our brains up, but. It is. Uh, we'll I, I did, on the way to a show, I lo- I watched a 15 second TikTok about an old dog and I cried for an hour. So it can be good. And then it, it's, it can hurt. It can sting you real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, you know, everyone's working on bits, but I like, I'll watch for 38 seconds and I will have cried. I've been gotten mm-hmm. angry, scared, and horny. I'm like, mm-hmm. how did all this happen in that short oh, yeah. amount of time? Learn a new cooking skill and how to do a squat properly yeah. too. It's everything. <laughs> how to plant a, a new onion bulb or something too. It's everything. Yeah new music yeah. it's nuts it's awesome mm-hmm. uh well i can't thank you enough for coming on the uh on the comedy zone podcast i think you're amazing we need to get you back up in charlotte more often we need to get you on the comedy zone stage yeah. and and everywhere else up here because people need to know who you to. are and what you're doing um we did mention at the top of the show that uh, you will be with us at the homebrew uh in monroe north carolina and that's this friday and I think the show we were going to start, we start a little bit later, I think eight thirty, nine o'clock, something like that. So uh, check that out. It's a small room and uh, Catherine, you're going to love it. And they're going to love you. Uh, if you want to learn more about Catherine, go to catherineblanford.com. All of her information is up there. You can get her podcasts, uh, cheaties and learn about her full schedule. Uh, and honestly, it's been a great conversation, Catherine. Thanks very much. Anything Thanks we missed or anything me. else we should talk about? Did we miss anything yeah, absolutely at all? Absolutely not. That's all. That's awesome. it. Well, we hope we, you have fun with your friends while, while you're in town. And uh, uh, thanks again. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you so much. See you Friday. All right. See you All right, everybody. That's our show. Thanks again. I'm Jason Allen King. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Zone podcast. See you next time. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 
TwinCityPodcastNetwork.com.